0: First rule in grip sport is you tell everyone about grip
1: sport. You know,
2: crushing, pinch grip, thick bar,
1: wrists. If the best guy in the world can't lift 100 pounds on it, I I don't give a shit about it.
3: Hi, everyone. Uh, This is a special episode of The Grip Show. Uh, My name is Eric Roussin. I'm here with your usual host, Zach Mullins. Uh, Will Giuliani uh, from California, and everyone knows Jed Johnson. So here we're talking about the International King Kong Group Challenge. It's coming up in, well, the main contest date is the October 28th, but individual venues can start hosting as early as the 14th, so it's less than a week away for some venues. Um, this is sort of going to be a predictions show, talking about uh, the various uh, uh, events, who might do well, who might do well overall, you know, that type of stuff. And uh, yeah, that's uh today I just wanted to announce. It looks, all signs point to this, should be the biggest turnout ever. We're over 30 venues. That's never happened before. Um, you know, I don't know exactly how many countries, but in many countries around the world. So if uh, if you don't know anything about King Kong and you want to find more information, I keep the the contest thread uh, on the grip board up to date. So if you want to see who's hosting a venue and then if you want to try to find out how to compete, don't hesitate to reach out to me, uh, and we'll get you set up. So with that, um, guys, I'm happy to talk about this four events this year The in order, there's the 2.25 inch crusher. That's a thick bar lift file followed, followed by the, uh, I believe it's the, maybe you can remind me, is it the finish ball or the pinch block? I can't remember. I
0: believe set. it's the iron mine block is second.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. Second. Okay. I followed so. by the, the finish ball yeah. followed, followed by correct. the 2.5 inch jug. Okay. So, um, if we start with the crusher, um, do you guys have any predictions of who either who you think might win it overall or what some of the top lifts would be or any you know, any superstars in any of the lower weight classes? Does anyone want to start with any of any of that?
2: I think uh, Ajuna Rakatari is going to win that event again this year. Um, you know, he doesn't He just trains strong, man, doesn't really train any grip implements specifically. So I don't see him rising up on the finish ball, but I think uh, he's only gotten stronger from last year on these thick bars, and I think
3: I think he's going to take it again this year. Now he's only two years in. I think his first contest was King Kong two years ago. Is that possible?
2: His first contest was King Kong
3: last year, I believe. Oh, last year? <laughs> yeah, okay. this is his first year, first full okay. year. Okay, so he he had the top lift. I believe he had the top lift last year. I know he has the world record in the, is it the two and three-eighths napalm nightmare, I think, or? I can check. He's got a huge, like 550, or, or not 550, five, maybe the two-inch? I think it is. Five,
0: I think it's like 550, yeah, like 551
2: the, or something. It, it's up there.
3: For the two-inch, right. for the two-inch. Two yeah, he has
2: the two-inch, it's a, a 250.05 kilograms.
3: And the two and three-eighths, I think he may have the record as well, or? No,
2: just, or just the one.
3: Okay, okay.
0: I said, what did he uh, he lift on that crusher last year? What was that top lift for the crusher that he did?
1: 115.2 kilograms. That equals 253.96 pounds.
2: Okay.
1: That's ridiculous.
2: (laughs) And Here's here's the funny thing about that lift is um, the knock bar spun around and it was going to land on his foot if he put it down. And the knock bar had already been bent a couple times that day, went straightened it out much after much effort. And he didn't want it to get bent again. So when he picked it up and it spun around, he held it there for a few seconds. So someone <laughs> come forward and straighten it out. And then, and only then did he put the weight down. So it was like a five second hold with that weight.
3: And, and what's interesting is that was a four attempt contest and this year as as you all know this it's uh, last man standing unlimited attempt so mm-hmm. if he was able to hold it that way he might be you know in the 260s or even more uh that's crazy uh wow <laughs> uh, but he only
1: won by point two.
2: i see in last year's results alexei tukolov had
1: 115 so i've
2: okay. got so if Alexei Tukulov shows up to the training hall on Sunday, it will be an epic battle between them. Which is yeah, going to yeah. push
1: numbers even higher, really.
3: Mm-hmm. Scary. There's also, um, out of I think, out of the Minnesota venue, Bryce Johnson. I think he lifts at Joel Burke's mm-hmm. venue. But he's also apparently a really big guy, Hugh Chan. He always is like in the top three in this event every year. So I think he'll get a lot of points there.
0: Yeah. I, I think those three guys that we just named are right up there for the top. Um, before Alexi got brought up, I was going to mention Alexi. I didn't know it was that close to AJ's lift, but uh, yeah, I was going to mention that Alexi's pretty tough on the, the rolling handles. So um, yeah, that's uh that would kind of be most of what I would have to say about that specific event
1: on who's going to take it. Well, So what do you
3: think? Go ahead, Doug.
1: Just so you know, there is a chance. I don't know if you guys saw the video I put out a couple months ago. The old uh, like assistant principal from Yalusing may come to this contest, and his first time ever grip doing any grip at all, he lifted the two hundred pound uh, Selene iron dumbbell to his knee. So he's gonna be up there. He's gonna be up. there. His hands are enormous. He's like three hundred thirty pounds, six foot six. So, and really has no idea what he's doing. So, with that being the first event, I expect him to go all out if he shows up. I told him about the contest.
3: It's exciting stuff. So, what do you guys think might be that top lift overall this year, given the change in format and given who we think might show up? 120 plus. Oh, easy. 120 plus? Yeah. 120 plus?
0: I would say somewhere yeah. in the 260s. Yeah, I mean, I know we're going back and forth in kilos and pounds here, but uh, –
2: yeah. Um. uh
0: <laughs> But yeah, I I would be surprised if it cracks over 270. If it if it breaks 270, it would have to be maybe one lifter. I don't think right. there'll be multiple people that break that uh, benchmark, but
3: so probably Carl, in Carl, two- Carl, I don't think his competing can come, but when he last competed, he lifted 264. So yeah. he so he uh I if he did two sixty four, yeah, I don't think somebody's gonna get two seventy, but two sixties I definitely see as as, mm-hmm. as possible.
2: I think we may have a threat to your uh, 83 kilo crusher uh, record uh, if if he shows up. Ben Galper, I think he's gonna lift uh, 100 kilos plus. Cool. Uh, he's 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 a, a, a like really strong rock climber guy. First time he came up to the training hall, never did you know like thick bar stuff before. Just picked up the inch and then was like, wow, that was cool. And then we were like, hey, why don't you try and balance a can on it? He did it straight up, straight down. That's um, awesome. And he's been going to the training hall <clears throat> fairly regularly since. And uh, I, I can imagine he's got he's got a big lift in him.
3: Cool. Um, all right. Well, maybe we can move on to uh, the the pinch block. Um, who do you, some? Who do you think are some of the top guys to to look out for in this contest? Who are likely to show up?
0: Um, I would say Hari Talonan. I don't know if he's going to be in the contest. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if he's going to compete, but he competed last year. So I'm kind of just going off of people that, you know,
1: are regulars or have he's, competed. Um, he's definitely a perennial favorite in that uh, in the pinch block. And I think he set the world record at least once, maybe twice. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I saw something last week, maybe, that he was going to have to take off due to an injury. Hmm. Oh, okay. Which is unfortunate because we just had two people talk about his prowess in the event, probably being able to, you know, put up a tremendous number, but uh, I'm just not sure if he's going to be there. Hopefully he decides to do it and puts up a good number. I mean, it is a one hand event and he's right. got two hands. So, but I don't know what the injury was.
2: Right. So how I don't have familiarity with this specific implement. I've lifted the uh, the grip genie uh, three inch. How, how much harder or easier is this than the uh, the Grip Genie block?
3: I have no idea. I would it's
2: say quite that... A, I'm going
1: to say it's quite a bit harder because it's... Isn't it six inches in it's length? Longer. Yeah, it's a little yeah.
0: longer, so there's not as much maybe wrist play in it. And uh, it also, I feel like from lifting on both blocks in the past, I think there's a little more variance. So it might depend on which iron mine block or which kind of surface... You know what I mean? The surface can kind of vary a little bit, whereas I think the Grip Genie surfaces are pretty pretty consistent, but iron mind has been around longer. So I think there's been some different runs of that. So um, I I don't know if that would factor in, you know, how well it takes chalk or something. And the fact that it's longer, you know, that axis of having the longer block being down here, it's going to be harder to get as much wrist involvement probably. But beyond that I've pulled on both and my numbers are usually pretty, pretty even on both with all that being said. So it's, it's not like it's some drastic, Oh 10 pounds on this one. Like I I wouldn't say that. I'd I'd say they're pretty close.
3: So
1: I think we're gonna see some people up over hundred pounds.
3: Yeah. Like is, is how is Luke competing this year? Is Luke Luke's Luke, one I believe he's he's planning on competing, yes. His one-hand pinch lifts are usually pretty strong. Uh, Absolutely. so he's a guy I so had flagged. Steve Millard is also very good at one-handed pinch lifts. You yourself, obviously, if you're yeah. if you're uh, Justin Major, will be competing. He 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 beat us all uh, at the Pinsker Games in this event uh, three yep. years ago. So yep, um, and some of the some of the lower weight climbers, they might not get over hundred, but very good chance to get over ninety by guys like Ben Tossi and Tom Denmead. They're just super super strong.
1: I think with the six inch lift over a lockout and wait for a down call, I think that's going to help the numbers. And yep. especially if people have been training with the implement and they're familiar with the dynamics of the lift, that that's going to contribute to bigger poundages as well.
3: Any predictions on what some of the top lift might be overall?
0: I would say like 100 and like maybe just over 110, like 100 something in the teens. I don't think anybody's going to lift 120. That would be uh, probably a huge stretch. I think we could see some, some people break barely over a hundred pounds. And then maybe a few, like I'm talking like one or two people might crack like 110 or 115. But then again, I, I don't know what Jed's lifting on it. I don't know, you know, what like Hari Talonan would be lifting on it, but I would, I would say we're definitely going to see some, some low one hundreds. Um, I just think if it goes up above one, let's say 110, for example, I would say that that would probably be, one or two like special people. I don't I don't think that there's gonna be like, oh, ten guys lifted over hundred and ten pounds. I don't see something like that happening. But that's
1: just my prediction.
3: Yeah. So
1: I think a lot of the international competitors, because they're on the kilo system, I think those top lifters are gonna shoot for fifty kilos. So that puts it around one ten. Yeah. So I think just psychologically that's where a lot of it's gonna end up.
2: That'd be a world record.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to find the, I'm trying to find the world record on, uh,
2: gripsport.org. I'm seeing, at, uh, 49 kilograms by John McCarter, um, back in 2018.
3: Another guy who would, I think is competing and who always does well in this event is John Mashnick out of California. He's yep. got a really good, at one point, either he had the world record or he was right there. So, He's another guy I think will go north of 100, uh, but I yeah I think so. I think 110 is sort of going to be very close to mm-hmm. to the top. So I'm, i uh,
1: I just found the world records list for IronMind, which of course is to lockout, and
3: right.
1: Ari Tolonan has the top four lifts on this device, and his best was 51.4 in 20.
3: Okay, okay, and that would have been to lockout, and uh, yes and i don't know how strict they are with like chalk on the implement for those those things but uh, if it's if it's very strict the way the rules sometimes say they are they're supposed to be then that's really impressive
1: as i recall those the chalking rules came out around the 2019 arnold and a little okay. bit before that and ari set that record the last time in, on june 9th of 2018 and okay. you can see uh, there's a there's a still shot here from a video where it's quite significantly chalked okay
3: Okay, so, so it is comparable for our purposes for King Kong. Okay, yeah. Cool. If we if we move on to the the finish ball, uh, you know, the weights for the finish ball are actually I think very similar to the weights on the pinch block. It'll be a little very less, similar. just just very just a little under, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, who are some of the top guys or top lists that you expect in that one?
1: That's the one event I'm hoping to do my best on because. Uh, I don't have an impressive crusher, and left hand is my pinch block hand, but right hand is my finish ball hand. Yeah. So, uh, I'm looking. That's that's where I'm putting my main focus. This is kind of like a hunt for a record type contest for me.
2: Okay. Wow. So, did you you just release new finish ball rules? Is that correct, eric
3: It's just it's the same rules clarified, basically. Cause I had a question come in with a weird sort of grip and they said, well, what do you mean by key pinch? So, so uh, it's, it's the same rules. It's just clarifying, you know, it's thumb and index, you know, that's the main thing. So there should be no, uh, I hope that didn't create confusion, but yeah, I just revised the wording slightly.
1: In, um, in, in grip sport competitions, we've already had three lifts over 100 pounds that are on the records list. Right. Ari again with 103 and change. Ivan Pupchenko, 104 and a half. And then Circo Peterman with the overall 105.05 uh, pounds.
3: Okay. There's a lot of people. I remember out after King Kong, a lot of people, just when they were submitting the results, they are like, oh, man. The finish ball, I know I could have done more, but on the contest. And I was one of them. Like, I was really disappointed with my finish ball lift last year. But so I wonder – if the numbers might creep even a little higher this year, I was thinking if, if it's one Oh five, I wouldn't be surprised if we see like a one Oh seven something, you know, uh, anyone, yeah. do, you, do any of you think it might go over 110?
2: Um,
0: I, I wouldn't say that, but, um, like we were just talking about like kind of the top lifters, um, obviously like Ivan and Hari, um, Jed, you were right there. Um, I'm looking at it last year, uh, Simon Stewart. I'm not familiar with Simon Stewart. Uh, um, if anybody else maybe is, they could speak on that, but he took third. So, I mean, uh, Simon Stewart and Jed were right there at third and fourth for that event last year. And if Jed is looking to kind of set a PR or, you know, really make a statement this year with that lift, um, I think that any of those those guys would probably be my first bets for it. Now, if I were to go with some uh, background information, you know, outside of what we're looking at through the sheets, um, and he took seventh in this event last year was Joe Hodgson. But Joe Hobson, I believe, has had somewhat of a technique breakthrough in training, and uh, I won't say what he's been lifting. But if he lifts what he lifts in training, it will be uh, it'll be an inter- It'll be right up there with the, probably the best of them. So I would throw Joe in there, even though he took seventh last year with with a lift that's kind of that that finicky. You know, give or take a couple pounds one way. Um, I think if Joe dials in and lands his training lifts and kind of uh, uh, does what he's capable of. Joe, Joe might take that event. Like I said, I don't know what other people are lifting, but I have to throw his name in the mix because uh, he was up in the top last year and he is, I think kind of like Jed, he's he's expecting to do even better this year. So I think that'll be a good, uh, good matchup between all those guys.
1: The, one of the factors about finish ball is that it's going to be the last event. <clears throat> So it's going to come down to how people have been preparing and what their endurance is, yeah. Going into that, because uh, a lot of people tend to start to peter out after, especially after event three. Well,
3: fin- finish fall is three. Finish ball is three this year.
1: Oh, it is three.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. We well, like to
3: finish. With, we like to finish with the vertical.
1: True. Good call. I was looking at results from last year, and I was thinking it was the same, but you're right.
3: Well, we had five events last year. That's why five was oh, wow. it, it was a little experiment for the tenth anniversary. But I think overall it was just a bit too much for a contest. So, so back I to
2: I haven't been training specifically on the finish ball, but I've been messing around with the Joker bugs Planets series. Yeah, uh, which are like three different sizes. Of, you know, key pinch, conjugate and, baby, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm doing pretty well on those. So I, I'm I'm hoping that I can make a, a ten kilo jump on my finish ball from last year.
3: A 10 ten pound or ten kilo? 10, ki- uh, ten kilo jump? Oh wow! <laughs> what did you get last year? I had I had thirty, but I
2: think there's I think I have forty. I think I have forty. Okay. okay. You know you know um, we've been working on this baby right here. <laughs>
3: um, if we if we if we move on to the jug, so the jug, it's been a few years since we've had this in King Kong, but the numbers on the jug are typically well, they will be higher than the numbers we see for uh, Little Bighorn. So. Um and there's a couple, there's a few guys in the Pennsylvania venue who do very well in this in this event. I'm thinking specifically of Luke and Jed, who I think you guys had the top two lifts uh last time this was contested in King Kong. And you guys were both in the 290s, I think, or if not there, very close. Um, um Luke but- had a, a video review attempt.
1: Uh when he picked it up, the knock bar swung around about 90 miles an hour. And we weren't sure if it may have possibly grazed the the crossbar, but it didn't. We we had the like the crossbar height camera set up. We had to review it, but it was it was crazy how fast that thing rotated around. But he was yeah. really close to a 300 pound lift.
3: Oh. Uh, obviously another name to be on everyone's radar for this one is Tim Tim Butler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he posted one a training lift of over 300. I think, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, man, <laughs> we're getting to some pretty high, uh, high numbers there. Anyone else that you think might do well should do well in this event.
0: Um, I'm sure there's a lot of others. That that was the three that I had written down, based off of past performances. I had uh, you know Jed and Luke up there. Um, obviously, there's some people from the past that could pull big jug lifts, but like I said, I don't, I don't think they're competing, so I, I, I don't want to mention you know i I don't want to mention them if they're not even you know competing and it's just old records or something um but uh tim tim was the other big heavy hitter i had in there because anytime there's a v-bar lift um you know i don't know with this lineup yeah i don't think that tim butler has a chance at the overall with this event lineup i don't think he can put four events together to actually be up there in the mix but tim butler's one of those guys with the v-bar lifts uh He could shake up other people's scoring and kind of ruin the day for some other people. If they have a weakness there and he could take an event, he could take the event win. So um, yeah, Tim, Jed and Luke was kind of where my head was at. Um, And that's all American lifters. There may be some foreign lifters that I'm not too familiar with. Um, You know, sometimes I know what people lift on like rolling handles or thick uh, rolling handles and thick bar, or I might know their pinch stuff, but sometimes I don't always know, you know, for one, the jug hasn't been contested in a while. And I haven't been checking a lot of like other countries and what people lift on it. So it's, it's tough for me to say for those guys. But within at least uh, the, the US lifters, those were kind of the top three that, that I think okay. are competing, that, that I think are competing and will perform well. Well, so. where's Ben at? Um, ben, ben would be right up there too. Um, I've I spoke with Ben and I believe Ben's been in training. He's been upwards of 270, 280 um he just pulled i think he pulled 242 this last competition but he was real like annoyed with it because i think he was expecting more so he he pulled 240s and i think had a shot at 250s or 260s and didn't complete the lift but that's one of those lifts too it's, it's not to say that he couldn't show up and pull 280 or something he he he, he might but yeah, same,
2: uh, same thing with travis um like um I think he had a lot more in him than the 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 107.5. Um, we didn't give him the I didn't give him the 107.5 because the uh, the knock bar didn't actually hit the thing, but it clearly went higher. Um, and I I I I said you know no lift, but then we got it reviewed um, by the competition leader, and it was allowed. Um, so I think by you know how strongly he lifted that lift, I think he definitely had. Uh, a number of lifts left in him. Um, he's really good at this vertical bar stuff. Um, so I, I'm excited to see where he's going to land.
3: Uh, and Will, uh, Will, just just so you are, it definitely counts. If you, you don't have to touch the bar. If you clear the height, that's a good right. lift. So I don't want any uh, people disqualifying themselves uh, for that. Right. That's the PSA. That's why I brought it up, just so right. that doesn't happen again. Right. Uh, in Canada, our, our top... Guy for verticals is James Jeffers. He's a strong man out of Saskatchewan. I don't think he's quite at the same numbers that, uh, of Luke Jed and Tim, but I wouldn't be surprised if he got you know close to the two seventy range. Uh, he so he's he's very good in the vertical lifts. Internationally, uh, Juha Mati, uh, Raoultianian, and Jesse Pinonan. I don't know if they're competing this year, but Matt, Juha Mati did get a really good lift last year on the Little Bighorn. Um, so those are a couple of the names who who should get up there.
1: Yeah, maybe um, you know. What about Thomas Larson? Have you seen anything from him as far as numbers that he's put out on the jug or any training?
3: I'm not aware. No, his, uh, his
1: hands are just so big. I, I just, I, I would think that he'd be pretty, pretty well, well
2: equipped for a, it.
3: He can, test how good he this. is on the animal stuff, yeah,
2: yeah. He tested yeah. this in King Kong 2018 and hit uh, 115.05, uh, so that that's already third on the on the list here for his, uh, weight class.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's, when was that 2018? Yeah, that was King Kong 2018. All right. I knew, I knew it must've been at least 2018. The last time it was run. And I bet, I bet Thomas has more in him now than that 115.
2: Five more kilos. will give him the the W the, the world record on that class lift.
3: So do you guys think that we're in star for someone getting over 300?
1: Oh, I think Tim will get over 300.
3: Yeah. What do you think, 305, 310? What do you think is what, – what's your prediction for Max? Man, it seems like it was like
1: two months ago that he put up the two the 300-plus the lift that he did.
3: But it doesn't always mean on contest day, right? So yeah, some people that seems totally true. And- it's also the
2: last of, of four events. Yeah. And he's running his own location. Right? And it's he's rising gone. So who knows how many attempts he's going to take.
3: Right, yeah. So, but if you had to pick a number, what would you pick? Top lift on this event.
0: 315 pounds. Yeah, I, yeah. Would, I would say probably closer to 305, and I'm only undershooting it a little bit just because it, it is the last event and it is a competition, whereas we're going off guys' training lifts. Now, if somebody was pulling like 330 in training, I might say, yeah, maybe 315 competition, but not always. Sometimes people hit competitions in PRs, but a lot of times guys, I don't say they underperform, but – with a full competition lineup in front of them, they don't seem to uh, hit all the training numbers exact all the time. So if, if Tim's pulling, I don't know what he, I, I didn't see the video, but if he's pulling 310, 315 in training, I don't know. Tim's Tim's kind of weird like that. Sometimes he'll show up and he'll overperform and you're like, Holy shit. Like he's, he's on a roll. And then there's other times where, you know, especially with a friction lift, you're just, you know, 10 or 15 pounds shy of what you were doing in training. And it's just, what happens that day so i would probably lean closer to uh 305
2: but like i said i'm gonna say uh 308 because that's even 140 kilograms
3: well i'm gonna i'm gonna be i guess the i'm thinking no one's gonna break 300 i hope it happens (laughs) i I think it's gonna be in the two two mid 290s that's what i'm predicting okay um if we look at sort of maybe some of the favorites and if you're not familiar with the class, that's fine. But do you have any, uh, if we go by weight class and just who you think are the one or two favorites in that class, um, the lowest class never has many people 59 kg last year, there were two, I think there will be more this year, uh, probably six or seven because I've introduced a lot of climbers in this area, at least. Um, I was thinking the guy who won it last year easily was a climber out of uh, Colorado, I believe, uh, Steve Millard's venue. I think he lifted, um, he, re- he, he won all the events by a long shot, N- by the name of Jesse Hagadorn, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, but he was, he was very close to the pound for pound title. Like he was really crazy numbers for a guy who is 130, 130 pounds. Uh, anyone else have any opinions on that class?
0: Um, I, I wouldn't be able to name enough people at that yeah, weight right. class. Um, I, I would be going off of past lifts or, you know, right. the same information that you've kind of been dealt with. Um, I don't have right. any, like, secret people that are going to be at my venue at that way that could do something. I have no idea.
2: How much is 147 pounds? Or 147 pounds? How much is that in kilos? What, what weight class is that?
3: 147 is in the 74. It's just a little too much for the 66. It's about 67.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um, I've got a strict curler who's trying his hand at um, at grip for the first time. There's actually two showing up, and they both have, you know, over body weight curls. Both of these are, like, world record holder strict people, strict curling people. So, uh, and they're both lighter. So, this this one guy, Johnny Wong, he's coming. He'll be in the, I, I imagine he'll be in the 74 kilo class. I'm excited okay. to see how that uh, translates.
3: If, if we move to the 66, so that's about 145 pounds. I don't know if he's competing, but if he does, I think Eve Gravel would be definitely one of the favorites to win that class yet again. Um once again, the 66 class has more than the 59, but not as much as 74. 74 is when the class start getting bigger in terms of the mm-hmm. competitors. Um yeah. but does anyone anyone else have any names for that class? 66.
0: I I just say the same thing. I I would just be repeating what you said.
3: Right. And if we go to the 74, so then we have a bit more. You know, people who can compete with much heavier guys actually in that weight class. Any any number any names for that class?
0: I would I would go just by default with Ben Kasi. I mean, assuming Ben Cossie's competing again this year, it's hard to uh, it would be hard for me to picture a 74 kg guy not only beating him at a single lift, or not not only like beating him at just like one thing, but to put together all the events because it's not like Ben oh, he's got good thick bar because his hands are big at that class, and then he, like, falls off on the technical lifts like a finished ball or something, Ben Kossi's strong all over. So, right. you know, there's there's not really much of a weakness um, with Ben. So I think that across four events, I would favor Ben Kossi as long as he's competing.
3: One thing that's interesting is that if you just look at the results from the 74 kg class last year, fellow Australian Tom Denmead. Actually, beat. I think he beat Ben on two of the five events. So within the class, with reverse yeah. strongman scoring, it was extremely close. But Ben, some of his numbers were so high on others that he, in the overall standings, he he was actually you know a few a few steps higher. But Tom is obviously, and Tom I believe has won the same before. So those those that Australian group is, they don't have many weaklings over there. Everyone's seemingly very very strong. So it, it's a uh, it's exciting to see. But yeah, I think it's going to be won by, by an Australian, probably Ben. And uh, yeah. yeah, the eighty-three, the eighty-three, it changes a bit every year. This it's not like always won by the same person. Right. Uh, last year, I think it was won by Johannes Lampinen out of, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm guessing Finland. He does well in in most events, like he did well in the Super Series. I, I don't know if he won this year or last year, but he, you know, he's a, a he's probably one of the guys I think would be the favorites. Do you know, Do you know, is Clint in that class race? He's, uh, he's probably the 93, I think.
1: I think he's going to be at 93. I think he has yeah. competed in 83 before, but I think right now, um, with the way his training is going, he'll be at 93, but
2: I could be wrong. William Reed will be in the 83 kilogram class, I believe. And Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I think he, I think he's uh, a little sturdier this year. <laughs> um, so I think I think he'll have a good placement in that. I, I think he actually decided to to participate in King Kong a little last minute, so not a lot of dedicated training to the implements. Um yeah. and I, I know based off of uh, his last competition that he'll he'll do well in at least uh,
3: two of these events. Yeah. He's very good with the vertical, I know that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's good with the vertical, he's good with the, the rolling handles. Um yeah. I think I think he might suffer on the finish ball a little bit. Um, yeah. but I think, I think he'll probably top five in the, in the 83 class after coming, coming up from
3: last year. Okay. Um, if we go to the 93, you know, in my mind, Luke is always a favorite in that class. And I know he's won it a few times to, to me. He, he has a, a very, he's my pick to win this year. If he's, if he's in not injured, I don't know how strong he is right now, but Luke. I know, I know he loses a few points on the on the thick bar, but he does so well on the pinch and the vertical that uh, it's uh. So he's, I think he's one of the favorites, and Santeri, who won it last year, also pretty well balanced. He's another one of my favorites, I think. But there's always a lot of strong strong buys in that class.
0: Now, uh, just a quick question on this, Eric and Jed, you might be able to answer this for me better. Um, I know Luke has extremely strong pinch, like. He, like three inch Saxon and stuff. Is this like three inch block on par with his other pinch? Because a lot of Luke's most powerful stuff is a little narrower than three inches. For a single hand three inch pinch, is he still on par with like the you know Luke his, his is, other pinching
1: lifts? Yeah, Luke. Luke okay. The on the block on the iron on the iron mine block specifically, Luke has historically always been better than me on okay. the device. Yeah. Yep. I, I just want
0: to double check because I know his narrow pinch is really like on fire with with like the, the plate pinching and other stuff he's done and yeah. uh, things like that. And I know his three inch Saxon is pretty, pretty strong. I, I just wasn't sure if that block was any different just because it is a three inch little wider. Um, but yeah, Eric, I agree. I think Luke maybe gives up a little bit on the rolling handle there, but across those other, you know, three out of four events, he's uh, just
3: be tough to beat. Yeah. Yeah. 105. And, so
0: I was, I was going to bring it one more. Sorry. Um, if Tim Butler's at ninety three, um, Tim might suffer a little bit on the block, pinch block. But Tim has strong pinch, but it's 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 kind of hit or miss, and it's you know it's the blobs and whatever. It it, it depends. But with the jug, Luke can kind of go you know lift for lift with him on the jug, so it kind of neutralizes Tim jug. I mean, Tim usually has like a bigger jug, you know, but Luke could hang with him. So if Luke was to you know, take the jug, then I don't think Tim would have much of a shot on the rest. But I think Tim beats him on the rolling handle. And if Tim could secure a jug win, that could be two out of four. And then it might depend on how the other placements go. So um, considering Luke might give up some points to Tim Butler on a rolling handle, and if Tim could secure maybe a couple placements on the jug by chance, um, that could be an interesting battle between those guys. And then, Eric, are you doing 93 i'm doing i3 yeah i i would throw you in the mix too i mean i don't know how much you know i know you don't want to say yourself um but you're i mean you're always a top competitor regardless of the lineup you're you're somewhere you know at the top so you know maybe maybe there's something you know about your lifting and some of these other guys and you're predicting they might have an edge on some lifts but i wouldn't be surprised to see you luke tim you know all maybe, maybe a couple other people like we mentioned uh Right there yeah. in that
1: top five. And I think a lot of it is going to come down to Eric's seasoning, his chalk seasoning on the implements. I've lifted at Eric's place and a lot, he does not have an environment that is, seems to be conducive <laughs> to the chalk sticking on the implements. So yeah. um, I don't know if anything's changed. If he no, uh, unfortunately. Hunting, <laughs> hunted down, like maybe he put out some headhunters to go find a properly seasoned device for a change but that could be a difference maker for Eric's lifts.
2: Pardon? Do you need a humidifier?
3: I don't know. Maybe I do actually. Yeah. Because I do think my numbers would be better on in different venues for, for some of these lifts. Uh, But uh, it is what it is. I'm trying different things, but I'm, I'm struggling with the, with the seasoning, but anyway, uh, if we move to the one Oh five, um, I mean, Ivan Popchenko won it last year. Uh, and he he's a motivated guy. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised to see it right, him right right into the top of standings. I know Jed was I think a one-time thing for you to maybe not a one-time thing, but a rare thing to see you in the 105 last year. So
1: um Yeah, I'm nowhere near not... that this year, brother.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh and then Harry, if if is competing and he's not injured, he's always a, obviously always a favorite. Any other uh any other names?
1: Well, I see Joe Hodgson and Steve Millard are in that class. I mean, that's gonna be
3: it's probably yeah, Joe,
1: a showdown.
3: Joseph, C. well, just if we just use the finish ball, like if he all of a sudden adds five kilos to his left and he can move up a few spots, then it doesn't take much to shake the standings up uh, right. uh, in the separate contest. So yeah. Especially so, with the uh, with the,
2: the implements that have like a lighter weight. Like every every fraction matters that much more versus like the, the two inch nightmare where you know percentage point is you know like I don't know right. I feel
0: like no, Will that's a that's a perfect point and I'm not like I'm not gonna go on like some uh, something about me last year but like I only lifted like seventy pounds on the finish ball whereas like Clint Ziegler went up and lifted like ninety pounds or more mm-hmm. and like that killed me for being in the ninety three class because. I had like much better lifts across other things and Clint Ziegler took third place last year at 93 and we had some pretty close lifts across the board, but I was probably like, you guys are mentioning maybe like five or six pounds or just one, one more higher lift on the finished ball probably bumps me three or four places, you know? So you go from like eighth place in your weight, uh, weight class to a third or fourth place finish. If you just hit one more lift, especially on a lift like the finished ball. So that's a that's a really good point with the the percentage well with the it's not percentage based it's the reverse strongman but five pounds can drop you off i mean one wrong one wrong move in this competition can completely erase you out of uh class standings or overall standings so it's uh it's always a tight race
3: yeah um if we go to the 120 you have any uh favorites in that class
0: Um, anybody got anything on that? I would say, I mean, I would think Jed would be right up there. Uh, some of these people, I'm not, I'm not sure of their weights. I mean, I don't know if Alexi's 120 plus or 120.
2: Yeah, um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I would
0: say Alexi, Jed, Um, and, and we have to mention. I mean, Jed has took second place the last two years. So for you know, we're not going to mention him for the 105 class because he doesn't weigh that this year. But for being 120, um, I would say. Yeah. I would look for Jed to probably win that class or be right there at the top. And that's just based off of not only what he's done for however long, but I mean, he's been the, basically the runner up last two years in a row for the overall. So right. I assume he'll do well in, in his class, especially.
1: I appreciate that, but I like Brad Provick's chances. Uh He finished number one last year. So mm-hmm. I think, I think he's going to be right there.
3: Yeah. And I know, I know, he like ever, it's very rare that you're happy with all your lifts in any contest, but he was, he was very disappointed with his finish ball. So I expect he'll pump that number if he has, you know, if your perm a little better. So, uh yeah, I think he has a good shot at, at getting near the, the very top as well. Um, and if we go to the supers, um, Art Ardo is always in the mix. I mean, he's always right near the top, if not at the top in that class. Yeah. Uh, Jason, very consistent. Uh, Jason, you know. Uh, any other names? I think
2: AJ Rakotari is gonna gonna show up, do well.
3: Does I think I think,
2: I'll think I think he'll improve on his place from last year.
3: Does he is he balanced enough? Like, what's his like? Uh, how are his other? I know he's amazing in the thick bar, but how are his other lifts? I haven't looked.
2: He's he's got a really he's got a really strong pinch. I don't know how it is one handed, but. Um, like he, uh, his, his pinch is really strong. Okay. So I, uh, like he beat Ode on the, the two, two, uh, two inch, uh, two by five inch, um, at the last contest, I think he hit 140.5 on that, on that pinch. Okay. Um, so I know he has, has good pinch and he's got a good, uh, thick bar. Um, he's... I don't know. His finish ball is going to tank him, but the, uh, the, the vertical bar he'll do really well with, cause he's got baseball mitts
3: for him. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's exciting. So if, if we were to look sort of overall, like who do you think has a good chance of finishing right near the top of the overall standings this year? I got a, I got a, I got a poll for my man,
1: Jason dingy. I think, I think he's on a roll and he's been doing every version of thick bar possible, always good at pinching. Um, You know, maybe he's got his eyes set on this contest as the time he finally gets up on the platform and takes first place.
0: Right.
3: I mean, the guys who are really don't like some of the guys we didn't really mention in the individual list, but they're just so they're such great generalists. And I put Jason in that group yeah. is that he doesn't he's not the number one guy in any of these four lifts but he's right up there on you know near the top on all of them. and that's what you need to win one of these contests
2: he's like martine's just stay consistently second and third place and everything and, and win the whole thing
3: right exactly so if you look, these guys were all about so i jet, I put you i know although you often win individual events i put you as a very good overall so i think that's why you're near the top every year um Ivan, I mean, he won it last year. Every year, he keeps getting better and better. Uh, so he, he can't. Anyone who's won it before has got to have, <laughs> still have a chance of winning again. Yeah, uh, Harry, if he's if he's in shape. Uh, and
1: we don't have a Texas venue this year, right?
3: No. Unfortunately, no Texas venue.
1: Okay, no. so that that basically rules out Tanner.
3: Yeah. Who's won it Elect. three times? Yeah. Won it three times in a row. Yeah. Alexi Alexi and Joseph, those two guys, I think top five easily. I'm uh, not easily, but they have a good chance yeah. of being top five. Uh yeah. So if you had to pick one guy, who who do you think is winning the whole thing?
0: Ooh. Um let's see. Um it it'd be like you said it's hard because it's it's I think it's I think it would be from this pool of names. Right. We gotta narrow it down. But like you said, I would say, you know, Ivan, Jed, Arto, Brad Provic, Hari Talonan, Jason Denji, Alexei Tukalov, Joe Hodgson. I think the winner might come from that pool of like eight names. Yeah, It's just which one. Yeah. Narrowing one out of those eight is very, very tough, especially depending on the event lineup and what we, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes with people's training and personal life, whatever. Um, I think that an interesting one like Jed had there was, uh, was Jason Denji because, we didn't mention him during the individual events like you talked right. about, but we talked about the well-roundedness. So, you know, it doesn't matter if it's like a de Bloom key pinch, finish ball. You know, Jason's one of the big guys that can pull the big thick bar, the big pinch lifts, but he doesn't drop off when it comes to the hub and the finish right. ball. He's equally dangerous. So yeah.
1: um, I think the finish ball becomes like a difference maker in King Kong. Yeah. like uh, AJ uh, that competes with Will is – phenomenal he's a monster but a lot of times those big hands get um negated by the by the finish ball so I see him dropping big time if that's the case for him
3: all right so, so Zach you're gonna you're going
1: go with Jason then yeah and some
0: people might think that's a long shot maybe whatever I, I'm just gonna say Jason because of the well-roundedness and like I said he might not even have an event win or he might pull off one event win and then not have three other event wins. But I, I don't see any lifts where he's going to give up a lot of points. I think he's going to place high across the board and for this kind of scoring setup. um, Yeah. I'll, I'll, like I said, just for the sake of picking it, now it could be any of the people I named, right. but just for the sake of, you know, well, g- at least give us an
1: answer. I'll say Jason Denji. Uh, I'm going with Jason too, because I know for a fact he left weight on the table at nationals this year. He had more in him after his four attempts were used up. I think the last man standing format is going to be something that is on his side. So yeah. I think that's a big factor. I, and I and would that, note
0: Jed, he, he's also coming off of a super series win. So that's I, true. I, I know Carl didn't win or Carl didn't uh, participate. So we, we, you know, that could be a debate, whatever, but for those who competed, I mean, Jason's kind of got some confidence coming in off of, uh, you know, that last man standing format is what the Super Series utilizes. So this will be King Kong with a last man standing format. Jason just took a multi-venue competition with some of the biggest names that, you know, their event lineup's a little different. But, yeah, I mean, Jason's coming in with that kind of uh, good result from that kind of competition format and the well-roundedness. I think that the last man standing, like Jed's bringing up, Mixed with his well-roundedness, um, if he doesn't win, it'll be right there. But for the sake of picking somebody, for me, that'll be mine.
2: I believe Arto jeronen is going to do something
3: and <laughs> King Kong champ. <laughs> last year, last year when he submitted his results, he was all like, in sending them, he was, mad I had that off day." He was like disappointed with all his lifts. And he was third overall (laughs) and and he thought he thought he was like i don't know i don't know what he thought but he didn't think he'd done that well so yeah uh, he's a good pick as well well jed i'm actually going to predict you if you're not injured and you you can compete in these events i'm going to go with you just because you're so consistent and you know i think you're really good at showing up on game day so i'm going to go with jed so we got we got two for jason One predicting Ardo, I'm predicting Jed. Um, It'll be fun to see. I did do some number crunching. So obviously you don't have to win individual events, but the scores, if you can come up to this, this approximately this type of uh, mix, then I think you have a shot at winning first overall. So pinch block, I said, if you can get, based on my quick analysis, you can get around 95, 95 or a little above on pinch block. Crusher, if you can get 235 and that or above on Crusher, Jug, 265, 270, Finish Ball, 92, 93. If you can get those numbers, mm-hmm. in my opinion, you have a good shot at winning the whole thing.
1: So, uh, obviously,
3: right. so um, you know, it's 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 hard to get those numbers on all four of the nets. So you might be able to get one. Uh, it might, be, and if you're good, maybe two. But it's going to be hard to get those types of numbers on across the board, but if you do, in my opinion, in a contest like this that'll have more than 250 entries, I think uh, that's sort of what you need. Um, so that's for, for people following along if they wanna have an idea of sort of what, number, what type of mix. Uh, obviously, if you do really well and exceed those numbers on one, you can get a little less on another, but that's sort of where uh, those numbers represent sort of like the sixth spot on average across these King Kong events. And if you if you the winner will get a score in the twenties, I believe. If you hold a low 20, which has been done before, I remember Tanner at his best year, he he won with a score of 14. That's a good score on King Kong. <laughs> uh, but normally on a four event, it's sort of in the low 20s that the person wins. But anyway, we haven't talked about the women and I haven't analyzed the results as much. I do want to point out when at King Kong started, we had one open women's class. This year we have six women's weight classes plus a masters women, so you know a lot more chance to compete. You know I can understand not wanting to compete against open weight. <laughs> now you have six weight classes and 50 plus is separate, so uh, there's really if you want if you are a woman you're just getting into the sport you can compare your numbers with other people of, of your approximate size. It's a lot more fun, I think. Sarah, I'm going to call her for the overall win again. I yeah, mean, got It's uh. Yeah, i mean at the arnold's it was really fun to see gabby dixon show up at, and you know uh extremely thick, good at the thick bar. And actually she, i think she beat sarah in, in the arnold's but the arnold's is only uh you know a small handful of events i think kingcon is a little more varied and it brings different strikes yeah. in the play and i don't even know that gabby's competing in King Kong. but sarah um she's the woman to be in this contest
0: i would agree and yeah and, and it's one of those things where like that uh and we all kind of know this but that like Arnold kind of lineup there are certain people that like okay if they have a huge axle deadlift they're set up very well for that format and then this is like almost a totally different game so like yeah you know Gabby coming in and lifting very, very well was very impressive but there's certain lifters that they'll be like right there at the top for that format and then they we talk about these I guess I don't want to say more technical all lifts are technical, but maybe more of a finesse lift and you can't just, you know, walk up, you know, it takes a little more like time and knowledge to understand the implement. And if you're not training it, I think that, uh, we just see differences between who wins those bigger competitions. And then some are like the, that format with like, okay, there's like two big deadlifts and maybe one oddball thing. And then here there's like four different disciplines, you know, um, that usually always changes who's, who's winning what. Um,
1: yeah,
0: because there's, there's guys that were at the top for the Arnold, the last couple of years. And then you look at where they place in King Kong and they're like nowhere, to, they're nowhere to be found, you know, yeah. but they could, they could perform very well. So uh, that was good to see them go head to head at that. But yeah, with this format, I would still probably lean towards Sarah winning um, just the familiarity with the events, having done it before the past track record. Um, and uh, I'm not too familiar with the uh, runner up last year. Um, Hilda. Yeah. yeah. She's a beast. But yeah, I'm not too I'm not too familiar with it. But like I said, just you don't know what that person's been doing in the meantime, and if they're newer to the sport or they haven't, you know, seen some of the implements. Once they get another year under their belt, if they add five or ten pounds here or there, that could shake things up. So I, you always have to kind of, uh, I guess you know, kind of like we say, you know, the last year's winner. You you know, of course they have a chance to win it again the next year if they've won it in the past. Well, I think if someone was a runner up like Jed last year, absolutely, I think you got to say that you know the runner up was second. So there's always a chance they make some improvements and adjustments and come back too. So uh, I would lean, I would still lean towards Sarah overall, though.
3: Hilda, Hilda came to living legends. She, didn't she come to living legends in 2019? Yeah, She's, yeah. she's
1: Thomas yeah. Larson's training partner, right? They do a lot of training together. Um, she's really strong and got a good hand on her, good experience. So I think she's got a good chance to finish top three in in king kong and the other name that you see a lot is probably going to butcher it marja larry she's often right up there and of course melissa dingy it'll it'll depend her performance has a lot to do with her specific training on the contest events um you know and i go back to 2020s results the winner in the women's category was patricia luxner Right. But I haven't really seen her do much of the grip sport stuff the last couple of years, Eric.
3: Yeah, and unfortunately, they came. They were considering hosting this year, uh, but they're not. So we're not going to be seeing her or Circo uh, this year. Um,
1: her, her her competition partner, I I'm, I I don't know what their relationship is. They're, they're they're involved a lot in a lot of the same contests. Circo Peterman, he's the one that holds the world record on the finish ball,
3: right? Um, I'm going to go and call I, I think Tammy will finish second overall I agree. She's, she's continuing to hit PR she got third overall last year I think she's going to finish second to Sarah and it's so impressive <laughs> considering her size it's, it's crazy so I think she's going to easily win her class and pull up and uh, finish second overall so that's what I'm predicting uh, for the women Do you
2: think she's going to take any events away from Sarah?
3: not the thick bar Um,
2: if there's one i think it's maybe maybe the finished ball maybe i don't know man yeah
0: yeah if if it would be one event it would probably be the finished ball because like i said yeah the rolling handle and a three inch block and 2.5 inch jug yeah i just see uh, i see sarah kind of taking taking those um I don't want to say fairly easily, but I think there'll be a little bit of a gap there. Um, the finish ball is kind of that like uh, wild card. You don't really, you don't, you don't really know. So with the strong fingers and stuff like that, maybe they I don't know, you know. Maybe she pulls that one off, but, uh, but yeah, I do. I do see her probably finishing right there, you know, second or third place, Eric. So
3: any other uh, predictions or anything else that you guys wanted to discuss or ask or anything about King Kong this year? was Jen Tibbenham the
1: woman that Tammy was mentioning in her interview with you yeah and she took she took fifth place last year correct so uh, she had a top 5 top 5 finish as well
0: so um, I'm not sure
1: I follow her and frankly a lot of the women don't seem to put out a lot of grip videos for me to see so I'm not sure but she was top 5 last year yep And i right. know that she's got experience so yep. you know it's a, a name to keep an eye out for um, well I, yeah that, that, that's a good
0: point jed um another thing i would say is uh eric is amy waddles hosting a venue i see that she's sanctioning some competitions and possibly getting back into competing
3: um, she's not host, she's not hosting a king kong no so i i'd be surprised if we saw her but it would okay. be great if we did
1: okay eric, no, I, I wasn't sure I, about that i also have a question eric i didn't see and maybe I missed it, but I didn't see Sarah's name down as a contest promoter. Did I miss it, or is she going to travel somewhere to do the contest?
3: Um. Yeah. So I think she's probably traveling to Steve Millard's. I believe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think that. I think that's what she said. Uh, I watched an interview with her recently, and I think she stated in the interview she was going to be traveling. Right. So, but yeah. I can't think of anything else. Like I said, I just thought of maybe the Amy Waddles thing just because like when you start seeing somebody like, Oh, they're hosting events again, or, Oh, they've been mentioned by some of these other women lifters. Um, I just thought that, you know, maybe she's not hosting, but maybe she does like meet up with Tammy or somebody else at one of these other venues in the same area. And maybe that's a name that we don't have on the, uh, the results from last year, but that's somebody that's kind of, you know, maybe known that could shake things up as well. So just I worth a mention.
1: I think she could shake the top five up, but I think, the intricacies of the finish ball, she would drop way down. Mm -hmm. I think she could thick bar her way to the top two, probably jug. Not quite sure about that. And I don't know about her, the three inch pinch block. It's hard to tell, but I I think she could, I think she could say, okay, I'm going to go do this and come in the top five.
0: Yeah.
1: I could be wrong, but I think Sarah's got enough time under her belt dedicated to these contests the last three years that she's just about unbeatable unless there's somebody out there that we, we don't even know about, you know, does oh. Becca, uh, Becca Roberts show up at a venue? Is there one in England? You know, I, but she's yeah. been doing, she's been doing a great deal of strongman training lately.
2: The, so, the so- only implement yeah. that Sarah didn't get first place in was the finish ball last year. And she just posted something on her IG recently saying, the finish ball is finally starting to make sense. So oh, good. short up her weaknesses and she's gonna make a sweep this year. Well, she's on she's on the grip
1: authority, and I know that she's definitely increased her finish ball. So I didn't see that post, but it makes total sense. I just I just I think she's just about bulletproof for this contest, unless she comes down with illness or you know, throws her back out. God forbid. But um, you know, those are the kinds of things that could really hinder someone's performance. And even then, she probably has a pretty good padding.
3: Yeah. So. King King Kong. I you know I'm it's a, I know I'm the, I, the lead promoter, but uh, it's a, always an exciting contest. There is an element of luck, right, with the way it's scoring and the multi venues, and we're not we're not all we don't we're not all lifting in the exact same conditions, and that's I think that's. Everyone understands that ideally we'd have 300 people in the same room on the same limits, but that's not possible. Uh, what I would like to point out though, is the cream always rises to the top. If you look at the top 10, top 20, top, the people near the top, there's no real surprises, you know, it's, it's, uh, so, so it's the contest that I most want to win, <laughs> but it's to my opinion the hardest contest to win. So, uh, you know. It's it's to me. I always look forward to seeing you know how the results play out. And I know a lot of people sort of see it as a world championship. I would never call it a world championship because I don't any multi venue contest. I have issues with calling an official title like a world championship or a national champion. I think those titles should be won in the same room on the same equipment. But for what it is, I'm really pleased where, with where it's grown to and where it keeps growing. So it's I look forward to to this contest every year.
2: Yeah, it's great. I've I've competed in it every year that I've done uh, grip, uh, except for you know the pandemic year, and it's it's one of the contests I most look forward to. Um, I like the unique fact that it's uh, all one handed lifts, um, as opposed to you. Know, so it's really really just about the grip, right? And and for the record, I do consider it a world championship con- contest. <laughs> you may, you may humble. But I will, I'll put you up on that platform. <laughs> uh, that's
3: much- Go ahead, Eric. No, I was going to wrap things up unless you had something else to add. Though. Just I, I went back and revisited Ari's
1: uh, Instagram just in case he might have been uh, sandbagging a little bit. And he's got a picture of a gigantic bruise on his thumb like he tore something in his thumb. And oh, he says wow. his competition season for 2023 is done. Ah, uh, Damn, my King Kong prep went so well. So a late season injury. Looks like it took him out of the event. I'm sorry, who was that? That was Ari Talonan. Oh. Tough to
3: hear.
1: Right, right hand. So that was his that was his pinch hand. Yeah.
3: Jed, you know what, a few years ago, I want to give credit to people who compete through injury. Jed, I remember this is a few years back, but I think you had hurt your bicep, like your vertical lifts went really down. I don't remember what it was, but you competed anyway, and your result overall was way down from where you normally were. But I really, you know, I was impressed because a lot of people just said, you know, one thing goes wrong. I'm not going to compete because I don't want my numbers to be lower, but I really appreciate that you competed anyway, and you still did way better than most people. But uh, yeah. not everyone would do that. So I think that yeah, a-
2: you shouldn't you should compete for your ego. You should compete because you enjoy to compete. And, you know, if you go into it injured, you know, you're going to do worse. But like, do it anyway. Like, yeah. you know, have the fun.
1: If anything, right now, there's not as much obsessive compulsive pressure that I'm putting on myself because of my left hand injury. So it's actually a different feeling right now. From what I'm used to. So it kind of brings a level of excitement about the contest back rather than dreading a day where I have to obsess over every little thing. So, right. um, you know, I come from an era when there weren't a bunch of contests every month. So you had to kind of get your contests in when you when you could. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of how it is.
3: Well, Zach, I wanna thank you for allowing me to sort of organize this uh, this call. I think uh, people liked it. I think it will help build the excitement. I mean, the first venues are less than a week away. It is the world's biggest grip contest by, by, uh, in terms of competent participants. So uh, I think I, 300 is the number I've been trying to hit the past five years. Every year, I think we're gonna get it. We're not there yet, but maybe this year, you know? So we're over 30 venues. If we average 10 people per venue, it's definitely possible. Uh, and I, I do think there will be a lot more women, um, so I, I think that'll really help boost the numbers.
0: Well, and Eric, I uh, I thank you for you know one obviously organizing the competition and every, everything you're doing with it, and kind of taking the lead on this call and everything. Um, will, th- thank you for you know giving us kind of the West Coast insight and kind of bringing, you know you're you're hosting out there. You know we're so far away. You know there's so much distance between a lot of us that it's it's nice to get um, takes from all the way across the U S or outside the U S you know, and in one call. Um, so I think that that's good. And then, like I said, Jed, just thanks again for helping out with some of these things where, you know, you're pulling up numbers or stats. We're all kind of working together, trying to, you know, put together a good prediction show. And, uh, I, I just thank all three of you for doing this. And, uh, this would technically, I mean, people have asked or kind of, uh, I guess, done predictions during episodes or hey what do you think about this but this would technically be the grip show's first kind of this would be like the first full episode that was dedicated to a prediction for an upcoming competition so like i said we've we've talked about hey this competition's coming up for you what do you think but this is the first time we've actually sat a panel down and assessed you know the results or how we think the uh this year's event's going to turn out so thank you guys for just being the part of uh being a part of the first prediction series, I guess, because this will be done in the future with other competitions. But thanks for taking the time and uh hopefully the people have predictions of their own. And when this goes up, hopefully they'll interact and comment down below, you know, <laughs> oh, I think I think so and so is going to win this class. And you're wrong about this one. I would love to see more engagement from uh the comment sections and stuff like that, more topic discussion going on. And I don't know. If anything, like I said, whether you agree or whether you disagree, I just would like to see the people watching uh you know, give us your take, give us your opinion on what you think because like I said these are just our opinions. We don't know. We're just Hey, can I throw one more name
1: out there that could be an X factor and shake up a couple of these events? Yes. Just real quick, there's the guy that came to Nationals last year, Zach Benny Boy Lifts. He's friends mm-hmm. with Timmy, and yep. Timmy's running his own venue this year. So maybe this will mm-hmm. finally pull Benny Boy Lifts out of his house and get him onto a platform. And he is super, super strong. Yeah. Um, so it'd be it's going to be interesting. I know he had a bicep injury for a while, so I don't know that he's in top form. But if he were, that could really shake things up. It, it definitely could. I would say,
0: especially on the thick bar, his thick bar, it, it, it's similar to kind of like AJ, where he's very dominant on like the thick bar stuff but the more you start getting into like blocks and finish ball, I I, I don't know that the, the technical stuff is there, the, yep. the brute, the brute power and brute like just power. It, it's definitely there. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, aside from that, um, yeah, he, 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 I, I think he could definitely shake up a, maybe an event or two. Yes. But, but yeah, but as far as overall, um, I I think there's just probably still some more work there that would need to be done, but absolutely with an, with, with an event, uh, yeah, I, I'd be interested to see what he could pull on a two and a quarter crusher. Yep. just knowing that he can like thumbless lift 190 pound inch dumbbells and stuff like, and almost transfer them thumbless to thumbless. Yeah, I, I would love to see that strength uh transferred into a a crusher lift. But yep. you know, will we see it? I don't know. But yeah, that's that's a that's a good addition there, just to kind of mention. You know, there are there there could be, there could be some X factors we don't know about, and maybe it's nobody on our list and somebody new emerges that would be pretty rare but still possible so
2: you heard, good it, you heard yeah. it here first i'm gonna win the whole thing okay <laughs> 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 but uh
0: yeah i mean does anybody have anything like any last uh, i guess like last words for
2: the prediction show i just wanted to say thank you for having me on i love the grip show um i buy the t-shirts they're great um, and I, I'm just, just happy to be a part of it. And I'm really looking forward to the the contest and how it shakes out. Is there going to be a, uh, a results show for King Kong? I would like to do one. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know,
0: that's something me, Eric or whoever could discuss. And I don't know if it would be, maybe we stick with the same panel just for consistency that way, you know, Hey, you predicted so-and-so and you were right, or you were wrong. So maybe we keep the same panel for this competition. And then, you know, that would be something kind of cool. So yeah, I would, uh, Definitely going to do a recap um, and do results coverage. Um, if we're able to schedule it maybe make it even the same panel so we can kind of assess how all of us, uh, how all of our opinions kind of uh, panned out, that would be fun. But, uh, but yeah. So yeah, there's definitely going to be contest coverage and, you know, for this contest and many more.
1: So. Sweet, man. Cool. All right
0: then. Well, good so, luck
3: everyone. You uh, too. We'll touch base uh, later.
0: All right. Yep. Good luck to everybody competing in King Kong. And like I said, let us know those predictions.